0: This podcast is brought to you in affiliation with Make My Trip. For special discounts for Indicast listeners on airfare, bus, and hotel reservations, log on to MakeMyTrip.TheIndicast.com
1: Hello and welcome
0: to Techka Masala episode number 37. I'm your host Saditya and along with me this time I have Manan. Hi guys. Guys, if you if you recall Manan has already been with us once. He was there for a special episode when Windows seven launched. Now, you know, since Sakit is out, he's having fun in Goa, I thought let's get some someone else on and uh, we really should be having Manan on quite often and we'll we'll try and work that out somehow. Okay? Manan is he's an he's a Microsoft MVP. He he blogs on various sites now. his his major website is being manan.com. That's his personal site. But otherwise, where else are you now?
1: Uh, I cover Indian IT on ZDNet.com. So that's cdnet.com slash blog slash India. I am the editor for the Microsoft channel on the nextweb.com. And I also cover random technology news for techiebuzz.com. So all that keeps me quite busy. Yeah, I was just going to say. And, and you're off to the US is what I understand. Yes, I am. I'm planning to start my masters in information management. So the, so I'll be flying out next week.
0: Yeah. So let's see. Let's, let's try and get you on more often as I said. Definitely. Let's start with the first story that we have. We have a lot of hardware-based stories this time, okay? Manan, uh, uh, let's start with the Olive Pad, which is basically a tablet PC sort of a thing, something that looks like an iPad or you know, uh, uh, iPad ka kya bulte cousin or something like that. Uh, it's being brought out by Olive Telecom, based out of India. is based on ARM processor, has Qualcomm chipset, you know, all those fancy things. Have you taken a look at that machine as yet?
1: Uh, I've read the stories, but, you know, from what I understand, it's the same with the phones as well. You know, until and unless the software isn't very intuitive for touch and, you know, covering daily aspects of your uh, technology needs. Uh, no matter how fancy the hardware is, the device is not yeah. going to, you know, kind of charm you. with. Right, exactly. And and talking about that, this the operating system
0: here is Android 2.1. And uh, it, it it finally comes down as to how you customize Android exactly. after
1: that, doesn't it? Exactly. Plus, it's, you know, what kind of uh, features other than, you know, the basic features, uh, basic applications that Google gives, how do you separate your tablet, your product from the rest in the market? You know, it's competing with the iPad is very difficult. No matter how many features you put in, no matter how powerful your hardware is, the iPad is still going to be... You know, one of the major selling products in the segment. Yeah, so,
0: so so you so so you're talking about an entire ecosystem, if you will. You know.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, so
0: that is what what one requires. Uh,
1: you know, and, we, we've got we've got the cloud now. So you know, Apple isn't so uh, what should I say forceful in that segment. So you know, how you integrate your stuff with. Google, for example, or how you back up your data and how you can access the data on your device via other devices. Right. So there's, there's, you know, there are a lot of other things that you can do to compete with Apple or other products. So let's see how it goes. But then Apple
0: isn't there in India. So what, what are the features that Manan for you, if you were to pick this up, what are the features that you want being in India for it to work for you?
1: Ah, uh, see, the thing is I need something that can Help me in my day-to-day life. The first thing is it should have a powerful calendar app and that can synchronize, you know, adding events, uh, adding uh, notifications, all of that should be very easy. And reaching my, uh, you know, I I read a lot using RSS feeds. So I need a device that can provide me RSS quickly. Easily and shouldn't be straining my uh, device, you know, so it shouldn't be like, okay, I'm going through my RSS and I can't do anything else. My system goes sluggish and stuff like that. Those are problems that we face in the desktop OS as well. Android, you know, it's Android kind of reminds me of Windows Mobile 6, the older one software and it's up to the hardware vendor to do whatever they want to. Right. Right. So, so, you know, for for
0: me, for for it to work for me, I really want, as you said, an RSS reader. You know, I would like to go a little bit beyond RSS reader. I would like to have that magazine sort of a feel in the morning. For example, I'll let me yeah. give you a very, very real example, right? I leave for office at around 730. The newspaper isn't in by then. OK, I take yeah. the train. I would really like something that I can just pick up and take it along with me and And have it synchronized over over three g or whatever wireless data network there is, and everything is there because for me to carry those three four magazines in my bag, it becomes difficult you know i traveling in train, you really don't have space to even reach out take out those magazines out of the bag again and again, so something like that would really be helpful consumption wise
1: Exactly. And the second thing is, you know, since now I'm uh, going back to college, uh, so I was thinking that, you know, okay, fine, I should get a new gadget. I have a laptop. It's a 16-inch laptop. It's quite heavy to take around. So I was thinking that, you know, why not get the iPad? But then the iPad problem is I cannot take down notes. Ah. You know, So if I have that device, I can take it to college, but I can only probably read the PDFs or go to the net and search for you know whatever notes data that i want but i cannot take down notes so i need to have either a notebook uh, i mean a long book the pen paper one yeah. or i need to have laptop now the other solution was get a kindle and take my computer huh. but then kindle again you know it it only it has it's it's only and white screen it does only reading exactly so you know there's this entire uh, uh, bill gates has been quite vocal about it that you know the pen interface is something that tablets should have yeah so I guess, you know, there is that uh, segment, if I have that one device which can even take down notes and even be as a content generation device and a content consumption device at the same time in a small form factor that's got smooth software running, that'd be amazing. Yeah, and and interestingly, you you bring up the, you know, uh, the
0: pen uh, part in the whole device thing. We don't, Apple has completely taken that out while Microsoft spent the entire decade talking about handwriting recognition and all those things. And now they are actually playing catch up. Now, this was also, you know, one of the my favorite podcasts is Windows Weekly. And they were talking about this uh, on, on that podcast. So this Windows, I mean, handwriting recognition and all those things, is it really important? Because right now,
1: nobody seems to be talking about it. You know, it's, you know Microsoft has been talking about tablets since a decade, and Apple just comes and, and they are the innovator and then then you know they take up the market absolutely so i I don't know you know as uh, see if you see if it comes down to this, if you take an iPad or you know the other android uh tablets, they're basically content consumption devices they're amazing for the touch apps that they have for playing games you know news reading or watching videos etc playing music using them as a you know photo portrait digital photo frame but that is all content consumption you can't create your own content now i was the other day i was talking to my lead editor on the next web and you know we were i said that i'm planning to buy an ipad and he said that you know what it's a great device by itself but you cannot use it for blogging so I mean, if I have a device, if I'm spending so much for a device and I am still restricted to, you know, that uh, Bluetooth keyboard or whatever, I don't really see the point. Handwriting recognition, there are several attempts at it. Swipe is one of the latest, uh, you know, fancy uh, typing utility, so to say. I still believe that, you know, uh, having that option of being able to use the pen is quite... uh, has, important. has some value to
0: it yeah
1: it has some value you know finger uh pointing to a, uh the finger as an input people say is very natural but that's only when you're pointing to one particular segment you know you can just go to your uh icon and you point but when you know uh as intuitive as a finger touch is even we are uh writing with a pen or a pencil is also as natural It's quite natural for every human to pick up a pen and everybody can do that. And there's no learning involved. You already know how to do that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I can can be sitting in my class and I can just be jotting down whatever my professor is saying. And I don't need to have a long book or I don't need to carry my laptop. It's one device that that will work for, uh, you know, taking down notes as well as reading PDFs. Correct. but, but somehow
0: the software really hasn't evolved either. You know, there are still, they are struggling with the handwriting recognition software. So let's see whenever that evolves, we, you know, it, it might be a compelling solution then. But uh, coming back to OlivePad, it is not available in retail stores as of now. However, you can pre-order it. You can put in your order on, on the website. They say that the price right now is sub 25,000. That itself is a lot for me. And I I was actually very surprised to, you know, go check out their website. They have, they have a couple of very fun products. They have this 3G based Wi-Fi modem, which is pretty much similar to, you know, a, a, a much talked about product called fi It basically, it, it converts your 3G signal into Wi-Fi. So, yeah. yeah, so that multiple computers can connect to it at the same time. Then they have this zip book. Uh, uh, it it is basically a laptop like form factor with built in 3G. It's got a Tata Photon connection. And that is actually cheaper than the uh, olive pad that we <laughs> have. The, I was really surprised. I mean, you got a full fledged keyboard, you've got an integrated webcam and all those things, and yet it is somehow cheaper than the tablet. Huh. Okay, and another thing is Manand, uh, Ravi Kiran, one of our listeners, he had written in uh asking us a question as to why we haven't spoken about Notion Inc., the Hyderabad based company that is coming out with uh their yeah. version of tablet PC. Tablet PC. Yeah. And we we spent some time talking about uh tablet computing yeah in the last episode. We spoke about Lenovo's Lopad uh that is coming out and and in response he sent us an email shouting at us, uh, asking <laughs> us to talk about this so have you have you taken a look at uh notioning? you know anything about notioning
1: uh yep, I've seen a couple of videos. I think one of the Indian t v news channels had covered an exclusive with the founders of the company. The device has uh, quite a bit of interesting features you know one of them is that they have some sort of trackpad at the back, so oh. you know if you're holding the if you're holding the device, there's a mouse trackpad at the back so oh that's that's pretty neat. You can have your pointer finger, you know, moving around to control the mouse as well. Right. So that was what they showed in the video. And the second thing is, you know, Notion Inc. got a lot of attention. It was CES, some of the biggest tech blogs were covering it. So, you know, I kind of felt that uh, what Notion Inc. was doing was pretty interesting for India as uh, a consumer tech market, Hmm. you know, because we are not known for... uh, amazing gadgets, so to say most of the gadgets still come out from the u.s They're designed in the u.s made in china sold in india india is not kind of olive pad This has you know has me excited because it means a lot for the indian consumer in the indian market yeah at some point you know companies like apple will also start uh taking the indian market seriously because they'll figure out okay they've got the notioning they've got olive pad so let's you know sell our product off yeah so I I I'm kind of excited.
0: I mean the, the only problem that I have with Notion notioning I mean it's got the, the the specs look good. Okay, it's got a 10 inch um, screen and and all those niceties. But the, the only thing is that it was announced back in 2009 CES which happened in January 2009 and we are in what this is August 2010 and the device is yet to be seen in the wild. I mean nobody has nobody it's not available publicly. So uh, it just concerns me, you know. They they talk a lot, but you know, yeah, is there a all product? hype at the and
1: you know vaporware. It's probably vaporware, as they say.
0: Yeah. So I, let, let's let's see the product. You know, creating a single product, creating demo units is easy. Can you, exactly. you know, can, production
1: units is kind of where the challenge is.
0: Yeah, the mass production. Can you handle the support and all those things? We saw Google yep. failing. I mean, they, Google, a company like Google, couldn't handle Nexus One because of the support required, etc. So it's it's fairly interesting. So let's see what That is our response to it, Ravi. Okay. I
1: really hope that uh, you know the guys we are in Notion Inc. Uh, come out with the product and soon because they've generated a lot of buzz and you know, if you uh, generate a lot of buzz and get the attention and then you go sleep and go into hibernation and then suddenly rise up, people won't take you that seriously. I mean, for example, the juju, the tech crunch pad and yeah. the juju, you know, whatever. So I really hope these guys come up with the product. Plus, the, plus, the, plus the processor itself might get
0: outdated, right? I mean, exactly the, the rate at which we are going by the time they actually come out with this product in in something properly. else might
1: be you know the <laughs> right. hot, hot selling
0: cake yeah exactly so they have to they have to do something so let's see uh again make something for the indian market is what i'm saying if you're a company here i don't think uh notion inc is targeting india as a market but all good stuff i want to see the product is what i'm saying um Definitely. Other thing, because, and this is, and the, the reason I say this is because Airtel PC, you know, we spoke about this earlier. I spoke about this with um, Sakit. They had announced a, a, a new initiative that they are piloting. It was called Airtel Net PC. Uh, and the way they, they, they had positioned is that it allows you to connect to the internet without the need of an operating system. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which itself was was awesome. I mean, operating system ke vina, how can you do anything? You know, even DOS is an operating system. You need something. Come on. Uh, th- so, pilots who are... But after that, what happened? Nobody knows. So, I'm just worried that Notion Inc. might go that
1: way. I don't know. tell OS ke bina kuch device. Exactly. Or it might have been in someone's KRA,
0: you know, someone's <laughs> objectives that you have to come up with something. A hardware device, chahiye. so yeah, they they put that out. But let's move on and let's talk about uh, Make My Trip, uh, who is who is coming out with an IPO uh, and it's going to be listed on NASDAQ as uh, symbol with the symbol MMYT. So uh, uh, you know, after a long time, there's an uh, there's a tech IPO coming out, especially from India and US. में to IPOs bandi ho गए hain. A tech
1: IPO. Yeah, right? it's kind of. Uh, is Facebook IPO is so much of a you know speculative thing as if uh, you know that's the only IPO that they're expecting anytime soon.
0: But even even they denied saying that you know. Yeah,
1: they also saying that no, we are not coming up, up with an IPO at least till 2011.
0: Yeah, and one of the questions there is just so much money that venture capitalists themselves can pump in, and then you have the private equity guys coming in. The whole funda of doing an IPO is is sort of you know uh, is I mean it's old. It's an old old concept, is what old concept. Is. Yeah. Plus regulations ka aa jata, hai. Ye karo. Who's going to do all those? So it's interesting. Make my trip has the you know as you as you say the kahunas to go ahead and do it uh they are expecting a price of somewhere around dollar twelve to fourteen per share um however you know and which which would basically play, value the entire valuation of make my trip would then be around four seventy eight million dollars which is wow yeah i know a lot of money uh and it is that is five x of their current revenues so because even Expedia is <laughs> not valued that much. So it's interesting.
1: You know, let's see. I mean, Make My Trip's a good website. Uh, we've got uh, quite a few websites with uh, you know travel and hotel booking and stuff like that. So uh, let's see what Make My Trip can do. I mean, yeah, like- and there there are affiliates, huh? By the way, Manan, let me tell you
0: uh, that they are oh. affiliates on Tech on Indicast, in fact. So uh, this, I think this will be a right time to plug the ad in. Uh, if you have your uh, if you if you're planning to travel. Uh, anywhere, international, within India, please log on to makemytrip.theindicast.com and you will get some, and basically you, you get, uh, get, get a few discounts plus Indicast gets the credit of passing on your lead. So since we are doing all this, we have, the Indicast content is free. Please help us out by using makemytrip.theindicast.com. Check it out. I always do all my bookings using them. So they, they have been good. You know, I also had them ca- I had to cancel flights, the refund happen in the time that they had said it would happen. So all those things are also pretty good. So service wise, they're good. But, so let's, let's get back to the IPO, talking about the IPO itself. They reported a loss of 6.2 million dollars. Which I think is, is pretty interesting that you can actually take a company public, uh, that is making costs. Yeah, yeah. That The whole concept uh, is is a bit difficult to digest. I think you need finance. That's why finance guys are paid this much, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, Jeff, giving more background, it's a 10-year-old company uh, and I was surprised by this. They almost have 50% of the web travel agency bookings in India. That's a lot, huh?
1: that's actually a lot and i guess that's uh, probably why they are so bullish about you know going to to the us stock market and getting an ipo probably because i you know there might be a feeling within within the us market itself that uh, internet internet based services and facilities in india are going to you know uh, over the years going to get a lot of uh, traction so maybe investing in one might make uh, good enough sense
0: yeah possibly. yeah exactly and right now they might I, I mean they might be looking at the future and saying that this is a good deal right now yep. you know <laughs> uh, but uh, let's move on to the next topic that we have uh, which is about uh, the supercomputer that has recently been unveiled at uh, IMSC at the in- Institute of Mathematical Science in Chennai and Maran you actually did a wrote, a, wrote, a, wrote the story up on for GDNet
1: Yes, Uh, it's pretty interesting that, you know, uh, these guys coming up with a supercomputer and stuff like that. And apparently this is like, uh, this is rated as one of the third fastest uh, supercomputer for, uh, you know, institutional use within India. So, powerful specs. It's got 1024 cores of Intel NLM chips. It's got 30 TB storage, 1.5 terabyte of memory. And the intention of the supercomputer is to be used in the field of physics and research. So, I guess, you know, this device is very, uh, the computer cluster is going to be quite uh, interesting, so to say, because it's going to allow professors and research students to do their work. And plus... You know, IMSC is known in this field. This is not the first supercomputer cluster from them. They've done a couple of others. So I'm kind of, uh, you know... What should I say? I think I've used the word excited a lot in this episode. <laughs> but what can you do? You know, the past couple of months have been quite exciting. In itself, and actually,
0: so. you know, this, I mean, I'm referring
1: to your article itself. It, they have produced three other supercomputers,
0: you know, exactly. Kabru, Vindya, Aravalli. They are still, um, they are still operational. And you also talk about Garuda grid here and which is India's national computing grid, which is connecting 45 institutes in India uses,
1: you know, how how many exactly that's what I'm talking about, you know, I mean, this is exciting stuff. I mean, thinking about India having all this kind of stuff is like, you know, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Oh my God. And, and it's, and it's awesome. It's awesome to read
0: because we only talk about, you know, Facebook, Google, Android and all those things, but this is like real geeky stuff. Okay. Now, now the use that you mentioned, let, let me read, read it out from your article itself. It's going to help researchers with computation and statistical analysis in hold your breath. Condensed matter physics, lattice gauge theory, computational biology, and complex system research. So it is not to to run the latest, you know, World of Warcraft. They are actually doing some. They're
1: actually. You know, that might be interesting <laughs> if they actually uh, ran Crisis <laughs> yeah, too on this machine. Exactly.
0: Movie, no? So that's some awesome stuff. I love to talk about these things, and they, and, and and they 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 don't get in sufficient press coverage. Because I think it is too hardcore for the normal readers or normal...
1: But I guess, you know, there's uh, there's quite a bit of interest with regards to such information as well. And, you know, slowly as, you know, blogs and Twitter and Facebook, etc., you know, as they kind of grow in India, uh, spreading and sharing of this kind of knowledge will also, you know, increase. Now, probably, I mean, who knows, uh, you read this article, a couple of other students somewhere in some part of India might read and then... They think about that, you know what, I want to go to Bangalore, I want to work on the, I want to go to Chennai, I want to work on the supercomputer, I want to work with the guys exactly. who are doing this stuff. You know, it's yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. that's what I mean. And that's how, and that's how, you know, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to get a bit, you know, philosophical. And that's how science progresses, if you will, if you will let me say that. Because all this, uh, you know, space research and all those things, they, they need all this computing power. And, and we don't know about all those things there. Ah, well, they have put in, and this, all these things have been built for, at a cost of rupees 6 crores, which I think is not a lot for, you know, the the type of specs that we have here, 1024
1: cores. Ah, I guess that's, uh, uh, that's why the team that's working on it is quite brilliant, they've managed to do this at, uh, you know, not a lot of expense, so. Kudos exactly.
0: Uh, let's move on and start talking about a very consumer device now. Enterprise, but consumer device. Uh, I'm talking about referring to the BlackBerry and the mess that they have gotten themselves into. <laughs> they have caused they have caused problems with a couple of countries now. So, earlier, the UAE and Saudi Arabia have Nikali them out of the And Now, India is also threatening to do the same. Uh, basically the Ministry of Home Af- Affairs, they want, uh, RIM, that is Research in Motion, it's a Canadian based company who, by the way, if you guys don't know, have, is the company behind BlackBerry. Okay. Uh, they, India government, Indian government wants access to the encrypted emails or messages that are being sent through the BlackBerry network. Okay. And BlackBerry is saying no, that won't happen because we can't do it, is what they have been saying so far. Le-
1: you know, this is, this is quite an interesting, uh, fix, one must say. That, you know, as a user, I would say that, you know, what I don't want my emails to be read by the government. And at the same time, you know, given the terrorism threat, one would say, no, the government should be able to, you know, have access to other people's data. <laughs> Not mine. So exactly <laughs> but i think we got to we got to
0: reevaluate privacy now okay i think it by by definition it has to be what do you prefer do you prefer a terrorist attack or someone probably reading an email of yours i mean come on half of the things that we send are not as uh, on this one i'm with the government you know what I'm yeah and actually it it the story is not as simple okay it is not that a, it is privacy ka thing and all this thing it it is about what RIM, that is BlackBerry, promised India. RIM had said that they would comply with whatever Indian regulations are. And this is part of the telecom regulations that uh, the company should be providing them complete access to the data if required. Okay.
1: That's very important, if required. Only when, you know, they want it, they should be able to have access to it. Because it's a Canadian firm, all our data goes to Canadian servers you know, if we were to do our due diligence with regards to safety, security, whatever, you know, it uh, becomes quite bureaucratic that, you know, you have to uh, talk to the Canadian government, Canadian firm, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, God knows how much other paperwork might yeah, be Yeah, and,
0: and, and, you know, these guys also had, so both, both the parties had a meeting and the BlackBerry guys said that, okay, we have a solution for you. What we'll do is we'll give you the IP address of the, the, our BlackBerry servers. In Canada, we'll give you the PIN number and we'll give you the IMEI number, which is a unique identifier for uh, a, a particular cell phone. Uh, but government officials in India are saying that that's not enough because we still cannot access data. Wo Please do something else. Get out of India or shut your operations here is what is what they have been saying.
1: India should have done this, uh, you know, when they were initially, back in, uh, I mean, a year back when this was all, uh, this all started, uh, look at UAE, they've said that, okay, if you're not going to comply with us, we're right. going to shut you down, that's how the Indian government should also work. I think yahan pe, yahan pe kya know,
0: you, you know, they have acted a bit smart, I think, Blackberry saying, thoda sa ki, this back in May 2008, when they were entering India per se. Uh, they said that okay, we'll comply. Now that India has been asking for the the access for such a long time, these guys are now trying to create a ruckus, saying that ye ye, We cannot do that. We are pre- save, you know, protecting our consumers, our users, privacy, etc. So they are trying to be a bit underhanded here. Uh, the chalta hai attitude ka fayda utha rahe. Oh well. But, uh, it is not all bad news, but Blackberry came out with a new phone called Torch 9800. And the phone really hasn't done a lot in the media. You know, nobody's really talking about it. It's got a touch screen for the first time. Um, it's got a slide out keyboard. Uh, then what else? There are no major things to talk about this phone, right?
1: I think the new operating system that uh, the operating system's been upgraded, and you know that's kind of interesting. I've read a couple of reviews on InGadget and other blogs. So, allure, you know, people haven't dismissed the device entirely. At the same time, you know, they they're still very careful to give their opinion on the device, whether it's a you know must go and buy kind yeah, of device. Yeah, and
0: it's going to be. It's not yet available. It's going to be available on in the U.S. only right now, uh, on the twenty on the. 12th august and it it is again on at&t which people have been crying foul about <laughs> you, know?
1: you know blackberry kind of uh, they only sell because of their email service yeah. so to say you know their devices aren't exactly some of the best right. in the market though they do what they're supposed to do pretty well but you know uh, if you were to compare a blackberry device and other devices there's no usb other than the email facility and that that to
0: push, offer. push email that's it i mean they have push email yep. uh, and let me ask
1: you one thing. So a lot is riding on this device for BlackBerry as, a computer, as a phone manufacturer and stuff like that. You know, being able to compete with the AI. Yeah, phone.
0: but let's see. I I have my doubts. You know, I have my doubts. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, let me ask you uh, this things. What do you have? Now we also spoke about this in the earlier podcast, but I want to get your Views on it as a Windows sort of expert, if I can call you uh, call you that. What happened to the
1: kin phones, Ah, uh, weird story, you know. I mean, uh, when I read about the kin phones, I was I kind of liked the concept of the device. You know, if we have Samsung, Corby. It's kind of similar to the copy, but it's got better features if one was to, uh, you know, compare as far as social networking and integration with the cloud is concerned. But, you know, as uh, the news about Kin being discontinued came and later on, it was revealed that there was a lot of uh, politics within Microsoft uh, regarding the device, you know. Uh, when initially the device was in plans, the prices with Verizon were supposed to be a lot lower, but when the device came out, uh, the prices were high. Uh, so, you know, that was kind of one of the major deterrences because uh, then, you know, you had uh, – to pay for the cane, the device, you had your monthly rentals. And then if you wanted the Zoom pass, you had to pay more and blah, blah, blah. So price was one of the major factors. And then I guess uh, to some level, the internal politics within Microsoft. But Microsoft promoted the device quite well. You know, when they launched it, there was a lot of uh, new ads yeah. and website and, you know, social media push for the device. And then suddenly one day, you know, uh, we're stopping we're gonna stop yeah, the device and
0: they,
1: they, they showed something like five hundred odd units only and then they no that was that was more than that okay the five hundred uh, units, I don't know where that came out from, but uh, you know there was there was a specific application uh there was specific for the huh. kin phones okay so that had around eight thousand plus active users, so which goes on to say that you know if it has eight thousand users, they're probably more than 8,000 thousand uh, kin phones out there in the uh, world okay so but
0: still okay i i, I you know it it wasn't a, for whatever reason it was pulled back but is it a good thing now do you think that they are trying to focus on windows 7 and position that as their uh, not not windows 7 uh, the they have this windows
1: for yeah, windows
0: 7. phone 7 that as as Microsoft's official. I
1: guess yes, you know, if uh, if you were to look at it that way, the kin wasn't running on the Windows Phone 7 uh, platform. It had uh, some aspects of the legacy Windows OS or whatever, but uh, I'm not sure about that. But yes, from what I've read, it was from it was, from the, it, it was from the
0: Danger Group, the the Danger Act.
1: Yeah, the Danger Group that was bought by Microsoft. Yeah. Exactly. So that was what the device. I think yes, but if you would, uh, it's a good thing that the device was discontinued if Microsoft for that, uh, you know, supporting another yeah. mobile platform was going to be a problem for them. Promoting it was going to be a problem for them. It's a good thing that they killed it, you know, just before launch rather than, you know, kind of taking it along. Right. That kind of thing. It's good that they, you know, shut it down, got it over with, closed that chapter and now the focus is only on Windows phone 7. That way, I guess it's yeah. it's good. Yeah. एक एक घाव
0: दो टुकड़े types, <laughs> but actually, <laughs> but now also uh, uh, let's uh, talk about the the this mobile phone operating systems war that is happening. Now, it is something similar to earlier, you know, you used to talk about uh, Windows. Yeah, the, the desktop, desktop operating software's ka cap percentage. And now it is all about the mobile thing. Um, and there was this uh, statistic that came out that Google's Android software was a top seller in the United States in the second quarter. It took about one third of all smartphone purchases in April to June ka period. Our um, RIM was second, that is Blackberry came down to second. It was the first, it was the leading, uh, op- smartphone operating system. And then followed by iPhone, obviously. Yeah, here the only thing is that, uh, you know, Google, Google's Android software is being, uh, I mean, sold by so many vendors, right? Handset uh, vendors. So they have an advantage in that sense. But, uh, yeah, True. so. So that is something that is coming up. So keep, keep, we'll keep on following that story.
1: Moving on. Before you move on, you know, if you, see, uh, Apple was, uh, quite bullish on, you know, the personal desktops for quite a while. But now if you see most of their focus is towards the uh, mobile platforms, you know, the iPad and the iPhone and the iPod touch, you know, so it's pretty clear that uh, the companies are gunning for the mobile platform now rather than the yeah, desktop. exactly. I mean, nobody, we, I mean, we haven't spoken about, uh, you know, a laptop launching.
0: Forget even desktops. A laptop launching for a while. Because, you know, I mean, and there's nothing new in that. So, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I True. know what you mean. So have we stopped talking about the search wars as well. Now, interestingly, Yahoo, uh, back in June June 2009, <laughs> this is a funny story, uh, Yahoo back in June, July 2009 had signed a deal with Microsoft. You remember that Microsoft ka Bing, Bing yeah. is going to be powering <laughs> Yahoo ka searches. Um, but
1: Microsoft,
0: uh, Yahoo Japan has gone ahead and signed a deal with
1: Google uh, out of the blue. Who knew that Yahoo Japan and Yahoo in the US were kind of two separate entities within themselves? <laughs> And you know, Jerry Yang, who was uh, the founder of uh, Yahoo Inc, is still on board, is still on the board of uh, Yahoo Japan. So it's kind of, you know, sh- as you put it initially, you know, showing the finger to yeah. Microsoft. But I guess Microsoft's going to, Microsoft is uh, making a move to uh, block this uh, deal because if Yahoo Japan and Google do sign up, they'll have a huge market share. I think that's upwards of 80% of the Japan search market share, which is, you know, anti-competitive if one was to look at that way. So Microsoft's going to do whatever they can to probably block, to block
0: this that. Deal. Yeah, and and the, you know the legalities behind this is that and how this actually went through is that Yahoo Japan really isn't owned by Yahoo. It is a minority stakeholder around 35% in in Yahoo Japan. And the, a Japanese telecom company called SoftBank actually owns 40% of the company. So which basically means that Yahoo had no say in who Yahoo Japan signs up with.
1: So, I wonder why Microsoft didn't think about Yahoo Japan. It's kind of a uh, uh, head-scratching news story that, you know, that <laughs> Yahoo Japan suddenly has, is tying up with Google. So exactly. I don't know. That is, I know what you mean. You know, the whole, the whole Yahoo Microsoft deal has been such a mess, you know. First, it was Microsoft bidding for the entire Yahoo properties and then only getting search and then suddenly realizing that Yahoo Japan is an own entity within itself and they're signing up with Google. So I don't know what was happening.
0: We haven't heard from Carol Bartz either for a long time so uh, she was supposed to turn yahoo around and uh, a lot of things were being talked about Let's we'll have to check up on what she's up
1: to but yahoo i, I haven't visited yahoo.com in a while
0: in, i was just going to say you know now that you same here i have stopped visiting yahoo.com imagine that imagine that <laughs> and that is something that google also needs to be Beyond search, Google is nowhere. Let's take a case of uh, Google Wave. You know, it was talked about. It was hyped like crazy. It was the next best thing happening to humanity, just short of (laughs) curing cancer. Uh, But uh, Google is shutting it down
1: you know, Google was very enthusiastic about the product. You know, Uh, when they first, uh, when they demoed it for the first time, even people sitting in the hall were like cheering and clapping. And you know, as you said, it was the next best thing that was to happen. I never used it other than the day I got my invite. Let me tell you my experience, Google Wave experience. I got this invite. I was super high.
0: I was super, I, I I was curious to take a look at it. The invite came in. I clicked on it. I logged in, the nice interface logged in and then I was just sat there. I just didn't know what to do next <laughs> because I didn't have anybody and I didn't, it was trying to, you know, solve a problem that I didn't have. I,
1: I exactly, I and it sort of made me feel dumb actually. I spent so much time figuring out hai, group. what is this group about? And, you know, it had all those, even those groups had that uh, Orkut type names, star, has to this and that. I was like, where am I? Exactly. So it was, so uh, less, uh, I don't know. They just killed it. They
0: are not going to be uh, doing any more developing that they dev- they're not going to be putting any more development efforts on the project itself. It's going to be available uh, as an open source thing. So go crazy, you know, <laughs> Google couldn't figure out what to do with it. You give someone it a shot. Someone might. Yeah, <laughs> someone might. So, yeah, those were the stories that we had, uh, people. Manan, thanks a lot for being here. And for our listeners, if you want to comment, if you want to ask any questions, please drop in an email at tekkamasala at com. Also comment on our website, which is com. And don't don't forget to follow us on Twitter
1: Manan, what to follow you? What's your name? Uh, I am M A N A N. That's my first name on Twitter itself. I was lucky to have it. You have Manan on Twitter? Yes, that's probably one of the only reasons why I'm so active on Twitter. <laughs> oh my God! So go, go follow him and also do read him. He's doing a good job with the ZDNet articles, huh? so, keep
0: that, so keep that up, keep that up, and best of luck uh, for your masters. All right, Thank you. Stay in touch. That's it, guys. Bye, bye. Oh,